0: Welcome to SoundPrints Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. SoundPrints is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushivell. I'm your host for this week's magazine. Welcome to SoundPrints for the week of May 21, 2023. Register for the ACB convention. The pre-registration is open now for ACB members and It opens on May 25 for non-members. This year, ACB is electing officers, and the Candidates Forum is on June 14 on Zoom and ACB Media. The Summer Auction is on Saturday, June 17, and the convention officially opens on June 19. Throughout the week, through June 24, on Zoom and ACB Media, there will be general sessions, for consideration of resolutions and constitution and bylaws amendments, special interest affiliate meetings, tech sessions, programs on many different topics, a virtual exhibit hall, and fun-filled events such as the ACV Families Virtual Campfire and the Friends in Art Performing Arts Showcase. The hybrid convention week with tours, exhibits, meetings and programs, and social events kicks off on Friday, June 30, in Schaumburg, Illinois, a suburb of Chicago, and runs through Friday, July 7. Some of the Schaumburg events will be on Zoom and ACB media, but many will be in person only. Pre-registration for the convention is $35 per person for ACB members, $50 for non-members, and is available through June 16. Once registration opens in Schomburg, the fee is forty five dollars for members and sixty dollars for non-members. The Kentucky Council of the Blind would like for our members to take part in the national Convention. The KCB Board has voted to provide the following convention stipends: one KCB will reimburse the thirty five dollar pre-registration fee. To any member who registers for the convention, reimbursements will be paid by check following the close of the convention. 2. For any KCB member who goes to Schomburg, KCB will pay up to seven nights in the hotel based on double occupancy, that's two people in a room. To take advantage of this offer, you must contact KCB by June 5 so that we can make your reservation for you. Call us at 502-895-4598 for more information. Make sure that you get all of the latest news and details about the convention by subscribing to the ACB Convention list. Send a blank email message to acbconvention, plus sign, subscribe, at acblists.org. The South Central Kentucky Council of the Blind invites you to its social hour each Wednesday from 2 to 3 p.m. Central Time, that's 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern, on its Zoom line. Their speaker this week on Wednesday, May 24, is Aaron Linson from Lab Computers. He will be describing the new stellar track from Humanware. Join the call by dialing 669 900-6833 Nine zero zero six eight three three, and entering the code 763-689-4411. The passcode should you need it is 25852. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will be holding Page Turners, your chance to share good books at its next roundabout on Friday, May 26th from 7 to 9 p.m. on the KCB Zoom line. The number is 669 669- Nine zero zero six eight three three, And the code is 862-9889-6972. The following article comes from the BRL Memorandum, Volume 52, Summer 2023, Number 2. It's published by the Braille Revival League, an affiliate of the American Council of the Blind. If you'd like more information on the Braille Revival League, Contact Denise Colley, C-O-L-L-E-Y, BRL President from Richmond, Texas. Her phone number is 360-280-0077. The article is entitled, Learn Braille at Home, by Vileen Shaw, V-I-L-E-E-N-S-H-A-H. The East Bay Center for the Blind in Berkeley, California, is pleased to launch the Learn at Home Braille courses. These courses will help blind and visually impaired individuals to self-teach Braille. We will provide an audio teacher and Braille workbooks. The audio recording will walk you step-by-step and help you learn Braille on your own using the Braille workbook that we provide. A Braille instructor Will be available via phone or email for help with this learning process. The instructor will also grade assignments given at the end of each lesson and support you to complete these courses successfully. The audio recording will be made available online or on a flash drive as requested. The Braille workbooks will be mailed out. The BRF files of our workbooks are also available online for download. There will be four Braille courses as follows. Braille 101 will teach how to read uncontracted Braille. Braille 102 will teach how to read contracted Braille. Braille 103 will teach how to write in Braille using a slate and stylus and or a Braille writer. Braille 104 will teach how to be more proficient in reading and writing Braille. Enrollment in Braille 101 will commence starting June 1, 2023. Other courses will be made available with future announcements. Other courses will be made available with further announcements. You may enroll using our online application or request a print copy via mail. For further questions, feel free to reach Professor Vileen Shaw, Director Braille Education at Shaw, S-H-A-W, at East Bay Center for the Blind. org, or call the Center at 510-843-6935. And remember that this is in the Pacific time zone. And here's another short article from the BRL Memorandum: It's called Making the Great. A History of Contracted English Braille Part 4 by David Mandel 1905 is the year in which one of the most important milestones in the history of contracted English Braille occurred. In that year, what we familiarly call grade 2 Braille was born. Three years after the British Braille Committee began to revamp the English Braille Code, it introduced what it called revised Braille, as opposed to old Braille, in its report presented at the first triennial International Conference on the Blind. The committee added significantly more contractions to the code and streamlined many of its rules. Very few contractions were omitted from Old Braille. The contractions for self and faithful were omitted. DCLD and RCVD were replaced by DCLG declaring and RCVG receiving. Six meanings, which had previously been represented by simple upper word signs, were given different configurations. These simple word signs could then represent new words of greater frequency. The number of new signs added in 1905 was more than twice those appearing in the Dictionary of Braille Contractions. B-F-B-A, 1895. Most of these contractions were composite word signs and short forms. In 1895, there were 27 simple upper word signs. Ten years later, there were 34 such signs. Upper group signs rose from 12 to 13. Lower contractions went from 14 to 19. Composite word signs increased from 9 to 36. Composite group signs rose from 11 to 14. Short forms increased from 24 to 73. In 1895, there were 97 contractions. In 1905, there were 189 contractions. The 1895 Dictionary of Braille Contractions also included 20 words from which e a was to be omitted. This rule became obsolete when a contraction for EA was included. On the whole, it was believed that some of the new contractions did not occur frequently enough to justify their inclusion. Even so, 1905 revised British Braille laid the foundation for future English Braille codes throughout the world. The United States adopted British Grade II Braille with several modifications in 1932. If you enjoy articles about Braille, you might want to consider joining the Braille Revival League. Contact Jane Corona, Treasurer, by email at treasurer, T-R-E-A-S-U-R-E-R, at braillerevivalleague.org, or... Contact her by email at jane j a n e dot e dot c a r o n a at gmail dot com. You can also contact her by phone by dialing three zero one five nine eight two one three one. At its low vision support group meeting this past Wednesday, May seventeen, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision discussed tips for using rideshare services such as Uber and Lyft and delivery services such as DoorDash and Instacart to make them more user-friendly for the blind and visually impaired. While our list is by no means comprehensive, it may contain some techniques that can make you more independent as you visit medical buildings, businesses, and other locations around town. Thanks to Adam Rushavel for editing the meeting for inclusion on page 2. KCCLV holds a support group meeting on the third Wednesday of each month on the Kentucky Council of the Blind Zoom line, and the group is open to all who wish to attend, no matter whether you live in Kentucky or in another state across the country. For more information on how you can become a member of KCCLV, call the KCB office at 502-895-4598. Listen to sound prints each week on ACB Media One, the mainstream channel. Our broadcast times are Sunday at 8 p.m., Monday at 8 a.m., Tuesday at 6 a.m. and 6 p.m., Wednesday at 4 a.m. and 4 p.m., Thursday at 10 p.m., and Friday at 1 a.m., 10 a.m., and 1 p.m. Listen on your Victor Stream or on the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Listen anytime 24 hours a day on the KCB information line by calling 773-572-6318. For more information about sound prints and to request a free subscription on CD playable on any standard CD player, call KCB at 502-895-4598. page two.
1: What I think our topic is going to, what we've come up with, um, is going to be pretty popular. I think we're going to go ahead and get started. Thanks for everyone for coming. Well, we're going to start off talking about ride-sharing apps um, like Uber and Lyft, and then if we have time, um, I think we've talked about this a little bit before, but um, thought we might... Uh, Throw it into grocery delivery apps like instacart uh, shipped that kind of stuff, but with uber and Lyft, if people have used them, do you find one easier? Do people find you know uber and Lyft uh, one easier to use than the other? Are there any problems you're having um, don't know if we can solve them, but we might have some suggestions so whether you um tell the in that if you after you've requested a ride whether you tell the message or send a message to the to the driver if you're visually impaired and that kind of stuff so i'll just open it up for discussion and we'll see where we go i know i've you know found them pretty handy to uh use and sometimes i will check um cuz depending on either maybe the time of day or how busy it is. Um, I'll sometimes will check both to see if one's cheaper than the other. Um, And sometimes they are. And then it depends on obviously what, you know, obviously most of the time I just choose the standard ride. But if you're going with a group of people, then there's different um, for those that haven't maybe used uh, than before, uh, there's different tiers depending on um, how big of a car you get. The prices go up. Um, so it's really handy sometimes when you're going to the airport and you may not have someone to take you because you can schedule in advance, uh, especially <laughs> if you're going like Carl and Adam like to go on early morning flights and you have to be to the airport by 5 a.m.
2: Debbie, you brought up, a, you, you mentioned a really um, in t- interesting topic. For a time there, um, Uber and Lyft were about the same price, and uh, if you checked one, the other one would be within, you know, maybe 75 cents or whatever. The, they were almost comparably priced. But I've noticed that recently that sometimes Uber is considerably more, it's it seems like they're doing more surge pricing right now, and um, and and so therefore, it's it's good to check both. But when we were coming home from the derby party, I checked the Uber price. You know, we're about six blocks, I guess, from United Christian Ministries, and when I checked the Uber price, it was like twenty four dollars.
1: Yeah, and, and it's usually like a maybe an eight dollar ride.
2: Yeah, it, well, like eight or nine dollars now because they've gone up a little bit. Yeah. So I go and I check Lyft, and it said nine ninety nine, and and I thought, okay. So I requested Lyft. Only thing was I couldn't get a lift. It, you know, it would tell me it'd be ten minutes, and then they'd say, oh, it'll be still looking for you a ride, and finally, it would say, no, can't get it. I request again, and all this, and so finally, I thought, well. I really do want to get home tonight. And by that time, it was getting close to 10 o'clock. So, um, I, uh, I just went on and requested Uber and instead of $24, it was 14 when I requested it. That was still expensive, but, uh, here it was a $10 difference when I got around to requesting the ride from Uber and I did get it within five or six minutes. So, you know, even though it was more than what the ride should be for a derby day ride, that wasn't bad, and um, um and it's interesting. You know, and I did want to get home that night. You yeah. Know? If you think back to ten years ago, when almost ten, when Uber and Lyft came to Louisville, before that time, if you were a blind person trying to get a ride, even if you weren't, I mean, if you were trying to get a cab,
1: you almost had no cab the, in, driver.
2: Well, e- even if you did, um, you couldn't always get a ride right. at derby time because they could make so much more money. Oh yeah. They on, were on the track. Yeah. On transporting other people. So, uh, and the same thing is true with, um, other holidays. It was often very difficult to, before they came along to get rides on holidays. Um, you know, like New Year's Eve, it still is, but but you can get a ride. Now, it may cost you more, but the fact is the ride is there, um, which it, it did not used to be. And right. Unless you knew somebody, and even if you did, um, sometimes it been, when you did, couldn't get them. When
1: did they come into town? I know that it was right before Derby one year. How long has the been and Lyft been around? It was, it- it was
2: 2014.
1: Oh, and wow. the reason
2: the reason I know that is because it was they came they were here the last year we had a derby party at the Kentucky School for the Blind, and that was 2014.
1: Oh, okay. It's hard to believe they've been around almost 10 years now. I know. So anyway,
2: but yeah. you know, the point is 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 checking those prices is really important. Um, Right now, so
1: and then so. another but, thing. Um, oh, did somebody else have something? Restoring mm-hmm. or somebody?
3: Have yeah, something? I was going to say they share drivers. They, the drivers, uh, uh, they. You can get the what driver who will be a Uber driver and a Lyft driver. So, yeah. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, and I don't know if it's because of the pay or what, but that. But Some sometimes. people
1: just like to do both because they'll do one and maybe, you know, they just like to be able to do both. I think is what a lot of it is.
3: Well, I, I, think, when, I think when Uber is, is a little higher, they can get those drivers quicker than this can because they will pay more. Well, a lot of it has
2: to do with where the driver is. And the, and the driver will work both, um, because maybe the ride that they've just had takes them into an area where they haven't worked a whole lot. Maybe mm-hmm. they, they, you know, they have a hard time getting a ride. Like if, if you get a ride out, um, get taken Uber out to East Point, for example, um, it may be hard to get a ride back. Uh, you know, they may not be able to pick a ride up coming back just because the further out to the edge of the metropolitan area you go, the harder it is to get a ride. There's fewer cars out those ways. So, um, you know, sometimes they'll turn both on in order to get a ride that then brings them back into the city okay. or to wherever they'd like to be. So...
4: This is Adam, and I don't know if there's a, a change or not, but... It seems like to me that there has been a kind of a major difference since COVID came along, and that is that before COVID, sometimes going home from around about, we would have could have four people in the car: one person in the front seat and three in the back seat, or <laughs> three of three or four of us that were very close here in the neighborhood. But now I don't. Uh, uh, we very seldom have had three in the back seat, or I don't remember anybody since COVID riding in the front seat. Not yeah, you can off. now.
1: I think you yeah. can now. You yeah. can now. Okay. I mean, unless you yeah. get a driver that just doesn't still want to do that. But for the most part, I think yeah. everything's kind of back to normal. And and, good. Mm-hmm. and then another thing, well, three things. One, sometimes, I don't know if you all have had this happen. I know I have. Um, sometimes they'll start off with one driver and switch to another driver, and sometimes they'll switch a couple times, so it just depends. It doesn't happen a lot, but, um, and then, um, sometimes they'll stay 10 minutes, but it might end up being 12 or 15, so they're pretty accurate, but, um, be sure you have some extra time that you're not trying to get to an appointment and you, um, Look for a ride like 20 minutes before you need to be to wherever you're going because you know that you probably can get there on time, but um, sometimes not all the time, you know, that works. Um, And then sometimes if you I've seemed to and I haven't requested a ride in a while, so but sometimes if you need to. Message or text the driver. Uh, sometimes I found out recently with with Uber, it's a little trickier to figure out where to do that. Cool.
2: I don't. I I prefer to do my messaging in Uber rather than in Lyft. Um, in Lyft, there's a place when you when you request your ride. There's a a place before you confirm that you want the ride that you can write a note to your driver. Okay. And that's that's on in the in the screen before you actually confirm that you want the ride. Okay. The only problem with that is it has a limit a limited number of characters,
5: uh, so you okay. may not be
2: able to write what you really need to write.
5: Right. And
2: um, so then you might have to go back and redo it and all that stuff. So. Uh, and then so I usually I don't like to use that, um, but if I'm getting a lift, then you can also text your driver later now so the question comes up is it do you text or do you call? And sometimes people don't do either one, but um, in Uber, you once your ride is confirmed and you've got your driver's name and you know how long it's going to be and stuff. If there's time for you to write in that text message, uh, you know, in the beginning for for several years, I preferred to call the driver because I could talk to him. But if it's a foreign driver and they can't understand you, what are you accomplishing? Not much. But I discovered that most of them can read enough English. They may not be able to speak it, but if they can't speak it, a lot of times they can read it. And... It's enough to at least give them a clue as to what you're trying to tell them. So, uh, And and sometimes people don't want to tell other people that they are blind or visually impaired. Well, I shouldn't have to tell them. They should pick me up anyway. Regardless, I should get the service. Well, yes, that may be true. But let's say you're out at the mall and you want to ride. They pull in the mall. They don't know who they're looking for. Now, you might have your picture in there in the app. I don't. Um, but if even if you do, they they may still. There's, if it's a busy day, they may really they don't know who they're looking for, and you know maybe you're not quite where they think you should be, or or whatever. So I've discovered recently that if I text that driver, um, well, it's not even in the mall. One day I was. I was out at the Walgreens in St. Matthews. I had gone to get a COVID test um, because Adam had COVID, and I wanted to see if I had COVID, and I didn't, so that was nice. But I was um, trying to get an an Uber back home, and uh, it was really busy out there. And so um, it came in handy. I decided, well, I would text my driver. And so my text now that I send to the driver is, I will be waiting, let's say, if it says, if I'm going to be out front at the store, I will be waiting out front with my cane. And then I say, um, I am blind, please speak to me. And you know, since I have started using that message, I have not missed a single Uber or Lyft that has come and not picked me up someplace used to have them even pull in at UCHM and we'd be waiting there and and we'd miss them there would be times that we wouldn't get the ride because there's other apartments around there and other people in and out of that parking lot and so but I've discovered that since we've been doing that and if it's going to be the two of us then I'll say we are waiting out front we are blind we'll have our canes Please speak to us. And why do I give them all that information? Well, I do because in case if I say we're blind and they don't want to pick up a guide dog, and uh, they may assume I've got one and they may change, um, so I'm basically saying I have a cane, I am blind, please speak to me, and uh, and it has worked um, whether we're uh you know, no matter where we seem to be. I don't send that message if they're picking me up here at home, because when I know they're coming, I'm going to just go out front and be in front of the steps. But I do send it for Uber, and also I send it when we are using Uber Eats, because that's the one we use to deliver food. And since we started doing that with Uber Eats, we haven't had a messed up delivery either. It has worked like a charm. Now, it doesn't mean that the you know, what we order from the restaurant's always there, but it means that the driver comes by, oh, here's your food, and they hand it off and they're gone. So it's you know, just that little message has made a huge difference in the way we
1: get on the Uber places. app. Um, like after you've requested the ride and you know who you're at, is that where the message driver is, or do you have to? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, tap. Tap
2: No, it doesn't say that there. Just tap on the driver, and then when it starts to tell you about the driver, you know, um, what kind of uh, okay. rating they have and stuff, there, there will be a place where you can choose to call or message. Yeah. and And you tap on the message, and there it is. Okay. And the other nice thing about messaging is if the driver is – in traffic let's say they're tied up in a lot of traffic or something and they're not going to be able to answer their phone
1: probably anyway
2: that's right and then the message thing they can read it when it's convenient and then they can also um you know, oh, you know they can they'll sometimes message back and say got it or okay or something like that i've especially found that works well when i'm like at a medical building i used to not want to go to a medical building and get you know, and try to get a ride and stuff there because a lot of times there's so many people in the parking lot, so much traffic coming and going. But I've discovered that since I've started, well, okay, so I'm done with my appointment and I get somebody in the doctor's office. I'll just ask if they would walk me downstairs and, um, and then I find a seat near the door going outside and um, and I have them, walk to the door so I can hear where that door is from where I'm sitting and then that is when I call my ride I don't I I used to try to call the rides from the doctor's office but the problem with that was is if okay they can appear in three minutes it says well I'm still upstairs and to get downstairs and get outside in three minutes is a real hassle so in a lot of places so I've I go downstairs, find the door, sit there, and um, call my ride. And then I can wait there inside, you know, if it's raining or cold or even if it's not, I can wait inside until my phone tells me it's two or three minutes before the driver's arriving. And then I just get up and go outside. I've texted him while I'm inside saying this is where I'm going to be. I'm going to be standing in front of the building with my cane. I'm blind. Please speak to me. I walk out the door, and um, the last time I did that, the driver was parked pretty far out in the parking lot, and he got out and came over to me and said, I'm the Uber, and I had to park pretty far away and walked over, you know, with me. And, I mean, it's just really been helpful, you know. Um, the, The communication makes a difference in making sure that you're down there. At the door where you can tell them where you're going to be.
3: Lyft has two fares: one if you want them to come right right away, and yeah. another one. And you said you save a dollar uh, usually, and that yeah. helps when I go to the medical building because then I can call them when I'm upstairs, and and then by the time I get downstairs and everything. Fifteen minutes is up, you know, and everything. Oh,
2: well, that's, so, good. Uh, yeah. That yeah, that's true. good. Yeah, that right. works out pretty Yeah, yeah. They started that during COVID, and okay. uh, and I, I used it a couple times during COVID, and then I decided that my time was worth more than what I was supposedly saving. Um, but that's a real good use of that. though, Restoria, does that make sure that you're?
3: You know, you yeah, know. then it gives you time to get downstairs and 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 everything, because none of my doctor's offices are on the first floor. You know, they're always right. on three, four, five. Four, <laughs> five, yes, never, yes. Never. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, And in the middle of, or either at the far end of the building. Oh, you know? Of course. Yes.
2: <laughs> yes.
3: And there might be two.
2: One building, I don't know which one it is, but one building has two. These steps out front, they're kind of circular steps or semicircular steps, and then the back is um, flat, and um, so you never you, you don't know which one you're at. So I've just decided that, okay, I'm going to pick one. I'm going to tell them this is where I want to go, because otherwise you could just likely wind up in the front or the back, whichever one the office person decides is the best for you to go to. So. I don't like to leave it to them to choose. I figure I need to make sure I know where I am because that driver's going to come, you know, to where they think I'm going to be. And so. um,
1: Yeah, and you had mentioned, like, the mall, but another good example would be, like, the show, like, I don't know if a whole lot of people go out to, like, the Shelbyville Road Plaza, but everything is, you know, uh, marked like forty six hundred, you know, shove you know, all that- because it's, you know, all those stores in the plaza. So if you could say I'm outside of whatever business you're out of, so you know, so they can look, you know. For oh, absolutely, particular. yeah.
4: I will say that uh, Uber Eats uh, about a week ago. Carla and I ordered something from Wendy's, and it happened to be the one I think on Bartstown Road near. Mid City Mall that area and uh we ordered and they had it to our door in 16 minutes. And I I you know that that's just amazing to me that.
1: Yeah, you know, it just depends go. on where you order and sometimes it uh, can be really quick and yep. uh we've had that happen occasionally where mm-hmm. you know within 20 25 minutes, you know, We've um, we've had it, but um, I know last last night we did. Bill was in the mood for a milkshake, so we ordered steak and shake, and he's like, "This is the best hamburger I've had in a while." And it wasn't anything fancy—just burger and yeah. fries from steak and shake. The Roll. nice
2: thing about some of those things is that you know it, it that things work very much the same. You know, whether you're here or we go off to convention and we have to get a ride somewhere um, or we decide we want to order certain food and we don't want to go out the hotel and try to, you know, get some place, is you can have them bring it to you or you can go. And, I mean, there's been times, I don't remember where we were, there's this great barbecue place that wasn't far away. And we went there a couple times. You know, we just order us a... Order us an Uber. You walk out the hotel door, and here's your ride. Now it's true that you know there's been there's always been uh, over the years. You go out and get a cab and stuff, but the Uber works the same way as it works at home. Works when you're there at the hotel and stuff. So you're using the app that's pretty much standard, you know that you're used to, and um, so the rules are kind of the same. That's not always true, but most of the time, it's going to be pretty much the same. But the basic services are pretty much the same, and so things work just about the same way. And the thing is, when you are using one of those apps, your credit card's in there, and so you don't have to be worrying about, well, can I use my credit card, or do I need to give the driver cash, or is it, what if I get it mixed up? Who's going to, you know, that you don't have to worry about a lot of those things. You just, it, it's in your app and, um, you, you tip after your ride and, you know, you can, you can make it work the same way every time.
3: Now, the booba eats is that, how does that work? Uh, you pay the same fee you would if you actually, if they mm-hmm. actually fixed you up. No. Uh, no. Uh, no. Not, not actually.
2: I have a subscription. Uh, I guess you call it to Uber Eats, and I pay. I guess they, um, you know, I pay so much like for the year. I think year, it's like ten dollars,
1: ten dollars a month. Yeah, but
2: it's cheaper if you buy for if you pay for the whole year at one time. So you get okay. like a month or two free. And so if you have a delivery, like you have an order that. Twelve or fifteen or twenty dollars or something like that they have a threshold, and if it's over that threshold, then your fee is um, either canceled out or it's um, or it's much less and so your fees are not as much as if you were to take an uber, go to the restaurant, eat, and then come back it It is less.
1: And even if you pay the monthly, because that's what I do, I pay the monthly, you know, mm-hmm. fee. Yeah. And basically, your delivery charge is you don't, you're not charged a delivery fee. Like you'll say, Wendy's delivery charge. Sometimes it's forty nine, as cheap as forty nine cents. Sometimes it's I've seen it as high as six or seven dollars. And so you don't pay that if you have the monthly fee. So. How it works, Restoria, is, and now, like, if a restaurant's running a special, like McDonald's, sometimes they'll have two for whatever. You don't get that price um, on the app. Um, let's say McDonald's is having either a buy one, get one free, or a two for three, or two for six, or whatever it is. Then, But you don't get that on the Uber Eats app, Um if you choose, like, McDonald's or something like that. So, and sometimes their prices are a little bit higher on the app, but what you've got to think about is, okay, if I was going to go to the restaurant and I was going to have to take an Uber there and back, what's that going to cost me? And, you know, you've got a whole, you know, and sometimes they'll tell you where their restaurant is, like, the Wendy's on Buckhornish Lane, or the Wendy's wherever on Shelbyville Road, or whatever. Sometimes they'll tell you where the location of the restaurant is, and sometimes they won't. Um, Doordash doesn't tell you, um, I, or I've not found that they tell you as you know exactly maybe which Wendy's you're getting it from or which Taco Bell you're getting it from. Um, I find that a little. Uh, more on the Uber Eats app. Um, Uber
2: Eats seems to always give you the address. Yeah. Um, and so you can pick whether you want, you know, right. whether you want one here or one there. And um, so that's, that's kind of good.
1: It's very bad. Hello. I mean, we've become a lazy society. We haven't. We <laughs> have Because when you can get your groceries one day, one day, I think I put a message on Facebook. I said, you know, I said, you can tell we've gotten lazy because when you can get your groceries delivered and then turn around a few hours later and order dinner and never leave your house to do any of it, (laughs) uh, the grocery delivery, I mean, apps, I mean, that can be bad because you search for something and then you find four or five other things. Oh, this sounds good. You know, I think I'll get this too and... Before you know it, because um, sometimes if you go to the store or even to a restaurant, you know, um, they'll say, well, what do you want? You know, the person with you will say, well, what do you want? Well, I don't know. What do they have? You know, tell me the sandwiches or or what kind of sandwich, you know, salads do they have? Well, they have, and they'll tell you what they think you're interested in. And then, you know, later you'll find out that they had this. Well, with Uber Eats or uh, the... Uh, grocery apps, I mean, you can look at all that. Go ahead, uh, Pat, I think. No, I, I would
6: love to know, just curiously, if there are any of these apps that you're talking about that can be that don't require the use of the app. Uh, let
2: Bill talk about GoGo Grandparent
6: because he uses it. Well, wait, 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 let me finish. I know GoGo, Dro- 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 but I also use well? the Target. And if you've never done that, I'll just say in one sentence, you can get anything, okay. clothing, bed sheets. bedsheets. You know, they know my sizes. They know what types of clothes I want. They help me on Black Friday. Now it's more expensive, pro- probably, but not that much more expensive than um, Instacart. And you have a dedicated shopper who's sitting there digging up stuff for you. It's really nice. Oh. Same day delivery.
5: Okay, this is Bill Wright. I use Gogo, comment and I have, I've I've used them Core uh, Rides and. Basically what, what you're doing is you're calling a, a telephone number, and they are going into a Uber or Lyft and signing your, your ride. The, the restaurants worked really well for me with uh, Go-Go, Van uh, Pond, the only one I have not figured out so far is the grocery part. They have a list of even grocery stores, but I haven't figured out how to put things in them. I haven't figured out how to make a uh, a favorites list and put everything in my favorites list, and and then you you can go to your favorites list and pick whatever you want from your Favorite list in in the in the grocery section, and uh, but I I've not been successful with with uh, with the groceries uh, so far.
1: I wasn't even sure if they did uh, grocery or not.
5: Adam was asking a question, but I could not hear his question. Uh, I think he was
1: asking um. Pat on the house the target
4: um what works. service yeah it's called target
1: well i think target i thought i have heard target has a disability like an accessibility mm-hmm. number is that what you're talking about pat i know i okay. know all about
6: go go but i found mm-hmm. that i had better accuracy using the the target app not the the target uh executive shopper which is 612 815 8330 And I'm extremely hard to fit because I've lost so much weight due to illness. And, you know, the clothes fit every time. And and, and this person could say, this is really a nice dress shirt. And, you know, I like this color and I like this color. Um, You know, it's more expensive, certainly, than Instacart, but it's great.
4: Target stores.
6: Yeah. 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 It's probably
1: Minneapolis number
6: it is a Minneapolis number. It's an, that's where yeah. you call. And um, mm-hmm. there's there's a no darn thing you cannot find it at Target. And you're certainly not walking through the aisles. Right. Uh, you know, they'll, 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 they'll bring you wine. They'll bring you beer. They'll bring you, you know, lemonade and vodka. Now, I think the Instacart is a greater variety for sure. It's cheaper. But yeah, if you absolutely. want someone helping you who said, well, have you thought about this flavor? Or, you know, I've got a dress shirt over here. Wait a moment. Let me try to find you this. Oh, fantastic color. You'd like it. I was just so what is background.
3: the fee for that? It's
6: the same fee as if you use the Walmart shopping. You can buy a year subscription to shift, SHFT, or you can pay per delivery. And since <laughs> I don't do it maybe once every seven weeks, I do it by t- delivery, which is $10. But if I pay 120 I can get a delivery every week, every day, every hour.
4: And that phone number you gave, is that for the whole country or is that just yes, uh local? Yes, for the whole country. 815
6: 8330 Now, occasionally you get somebody one out of every day eight times who will not help you. Just quit mm-hmm. and go back and the next person will. And some mm-hmm. of these people have never worked with us. And when they figure out what they're doing, they're thrilled.
1: Do you go, like, on – like, let's say you call them up and you want – I don't know, I'll use trash bags. Do they tell you, like, which ones they have, or do you have to know kind of – okay, I want – No, no, no.
6: No, I'll say, uh, like, they have the uh, – those uh, pre-made salads that that have little forks in them, and, you know, you choose your dressing. Right. And they'll say, well, we have – let's say we have Southwest, we have Caesar, we have Chicken and Caesar, we have uh, Blue Cheese Italian – we have, you know, name all six salads. Now, they don't have the variety that a Kroger or an Albertson or a Dillon's would have or a Winn-Dixie because this is Target, after all, and right. they never have fried chicken. But they, um, they have excellent salami. Um, it's, it's expensive, but it's darn good salami. And if I'm out of Diet Cokes, they're just, you know, one hour away. It's a great fallback thing. So you can get clothes and things like that as yes. well as your groceries? Yes. This one gal was my size, and I had no idea I'd lost so much weight, that what I weighed, I mean, what I could wear. And she said, describe your shift." She says, I've got the same body type, and this is what you want. These You want these slacks, and, you know, this will fit you. She was right.
1: And I think I'm not positive, but I think like if you get something like a clothes item and it doesn't fit, I think you can take it back to a local Absolutely. Target. You don't have to ship it back. No, you you go over to
6: the uh, customer service. Uh, the, there's a number that want you, that you they want you to have, and uh, you show them that. Uh, I have someone help me get that number, and like I got some sheets that are the best pillow sheets, pillow, you know, top and bottom sheets of pillow slips I've ever had. They're fantastic. I love them. So glad my other sheets wore out. You help me get ear earphones? Wow. So, Pat, tell us that phone number again. 612-815-8330. 8330. But, I would, see, I wish I could do DoorDash. See, I don't have a smartphone. I'm waiting a year, and then I will get the blind shell. But I don't have a smartphone now, and I wish I could do DoorDash as I'm talking to you now on landline. I'm doing that with an iPhone. So
2: it is, you have to have you know, a smartphone have to put those apps on it. But yeah, you have to have an iPhone.
6: She doesn't The blind shell thing is amazing, and they say it's starting to do OCR.
2: Well... But it can only do the apps that are on the phone. It's a wonderful phone, but oh. you they have to decide to put the app on the phone. You can't
1: put it on it yourself oh.
2: because it is is—it is not a smartphone.
1: Ah, okay. Because it actually has buttons on it.
6: Yeah, yeah I want and, the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so and I, this, the target thing is, is like, it's like having a dedicated shopper. It is not cheaper. But Yeah, mean. no, but, I mean, I was just saying, it doesn't matter
2: what the app is, um, you know, uh, if it, the difference in a phone that is a smartphone and a phone that is not is mm-hmm. on a smartphone, you can choose what apps you want to put on It, it doesn't oh. matter what the topic is. You can put That's- whatever apps on that phone you want to put on it. If it is not a smartphone, like the blind shell is not a smartphone then okay. the developers of that phone decide what apps are going to be on it they decide oh my. what oh is my. going to be what is going to be good for you and oh, lovely. and that's what you can use you cannot add an app
1: oh to my. that about hey, Uber Eats DoorDash um and it depends you know it depends on what restaurant you want cuz one might not be on, you know, you might want something that's on one, but it's not on the other, or it used to be on, but it's not on now, you know. Um, Or sometimes it's not available, and I think that depends on whether there's drivers out, you know. Um, But most of the time, and it'll tell you, like, on, like, Uber Eats or DoorDash or whatever, it'll give you an estimated time of, you know, how long – they think it's going to take to get to you
4: somebody like me that is not very tech high tech uh, person you know i I really have trouble with uh, something like that but i tell you somebody like joy couch um, among the rest of you he can he can go to a restaurant and go through a menu uh fast just about as fast as a sighted person can i think he can flip through there and tell you what they have. Oh, yeah, he's got his
1: speech up really fast, and but yeah. he understands what they're saying. Yes.
4: Yeah, I don't know do.
1: if you all ever do it or not, but in the Uber Eats, when you go to, like it says, delivery, there's I don't know if you've seen it or not, um, but delivery directly to you, and that's another couple dollar extra to, to have it delivered directly to you instead of, you know, they might stop along the oh, no. way.
3: Oh, yeah, I guess
2: so. I never do that. I do not do that. It does not speed anything up, really. Um, because when you go into, um, when you go into Uber Eats and it, and it fills your order, it tells you what the, what the, it'll say deliver no later than, and it tells you what that's going to be. Well, um, Ninety percent of the time, it's going to come to you faster than that, than what that estimated that slowest rate is. Oh yeah, um, and I don't ever do the do the um, amount where you can pay more and supposedly get it quicker. I've just found that you really don't. Um, now, if it's just some really unusual circumstance, then maybe so, but. For the most part, you get it just as quick, and sometimes faster than the um, than the time that you would pay for. And I've also found that to be too, true. Um, you know, Restoria was talking about telling it, taking the weight and the weight option over in lift. Um, I haven't used that in a long time, but during uh, COVID, I discovered that sometimes. I could get my lift faster if I just took the standard, um, the standard lift rather than taking the wait and see. Um, I mean, I usually would get that faster but, you know, like to say they did start that, um, during COVID sort of to help you to get that ride. Um, but
3: Carla, they, they don't charge, they charge you. On the first price, even though it comes quicker, they don't change. Uh, so far for me, they haven't yeah. changed. What you know, I like get seven ninety nine, and he gets there in and uh, uh, ten minutes rather than wait fifteen minutes. I still yeah. paid the seven ninety nine.
1: Now, one thing we discovered, and I don't know if you've ordered from Pizza Hut, but you used to be able to because a lot of your pizza uh places now are going to Uber, you know, and Lyft cuz they don't have to pay delivery people anymore. But I'm called Pizza Hut and we we're going to order a pizza and you used to be able to you know, you could still, you know, they're on all the delivery services, Uber Eats and all of them, but then you could even though they were DoorDash was delivering the pizza, you could still call the store now, I don't know if this is just the on a day that, you know, we got somebody that didn't want to take an order or what, but we are going to order Pizza Hut. I understand that DoorDash is going to be bringing it. Can I place the order with you? And that person said no.
5: I've never had that problem.
1: I've called uh, the 895-5222. Yeah, um, that's the number and, we called and pressed whatever to speak to the store.
5: I don't do the store. I just
1: do the one uh, that says new order. Then it sends you to but the Debbie, call center. All right. Well, I might keep talking about food. I might have to go get a snack. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well, isn't it true that all you guys do in Kentucky is eat? I mean, come on.
4: No. Yeah. I, don't, oh, no, no. I don't know where that rumor got started. No, we, we, we talk about food, too, besides eating. So. <laughs> to well, answer your question,
1: honestly, Pat, yes, we do that quite well
4: want to have a successful event it, it usually works to have food at that event
1: you all are a fun group
4: oh well, well thank you
1: so come fun. to our meetings yeah. anytime thanks for everyone coming tonight y'all have a good night
0: if you have questions about the kentucky council of the blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss call us at 502-895-4598 and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Reschival for Sound Prints. Have a great week, everybody.